0: The larger part of P fourteen forty, we're a technology company, you know, through our resource center, which will ultimately be a membership uh, model, and then through our app, that's where we're going to scale and, you know, be relevant three sixty five twenty four seven every year.
1: Welcome to the Sports Business Radio podcast. I'm your host Brian Berger. You can find the Sports Business Radio podcast over fourteen years, five hundred episodes, featuring conversations with people like Mark Cuban. David Stern, Jeannie Buss, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, and Kyrie Irving on iTunes or at sportsbusinessradio.com. We're ranked in the top 100 of the business news podcast section on iTunes. Follow us in between podcasts on Twitter at SB Radio. We've been named a top 50 followed by Forbes.com for three consecutive years and on Instagram at sportsbusinessradio. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of Sports Business Radio, a great guest for you this week. I ran into her recently in San Francisco, wanted to bring her on the podcast, Carrie Walsh Jennings, five-time Olympic volleyball star, three-time gold medalist, one-time bronze medalist, one of the faces of volleyball over the past two decades. She's also the founder of a new event, Series P1440. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie Lee Walsh. Well, Carrie, thanks for joining us on Sports Business Radio. It was so great seeing you at the Bloomberg Players Tech Summit in San Francisco recently. What were some of your main takeaways from that day? What did you get out of that day?
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, plenty of inspiration for sure. It's really it's really important in life, I believe, to be surrounded by people who are doing kick-ass inspired things. Um, you just are reminded that so much is possible in life. Um, I think my biggest takeaway is that as an athlete, you know, it's so easy just to get stuck focused on your craft. You know, 24-7 for me, beach volleyball, you know, physical training, mental training, everything that I do to become the best that I can become, which ideally is the best in the world, but we have so many more opportunities than just, our craft, you know, and there's so many businesses within sports that we can take advantage of. And because we're athletes, people will open the doors and, you know, kind of welcome you in for a conversation. And so to me, you know, knowing what um, Andre Iguodala is doing and Durant and all these athletes who are so incredible on the court, Paul Rabble, the lacrosse player, um, it's so rad that they're so diverse and they're so equally inspired to kick butt as entrepreneurs um, as they are on the
1: court. You attended Stanford. So you are very, very smart. Uh, how important was learning the business side of things? I mean, you've always been an athlete dating back to when you were young. But imagine when you go to Stanford, you're looking to learn the business side of things as well. How important was that to you at an early age?
0: You know, to be quite honest with you, I got into Stanford because I'm an athlete. I'm not a dumb girl, but I certainly did not belong there <laughs> academically. Um, but that was another awakening, too. You know, for three and a half out of my four years at Stanford, I talked myself out of being bad student. And then I had the wonderful opportunity of going to the Olympics um, and leaving for two semesters and then or two quarters and going back. And I came back, like, feeling like I belong there. And so um, at Stanford, you know, it's just, I, I think you learn a lot of those things that are required in order to do big, beautiful things in life, like time management, resourcefulness, asking for help, um, engaging and you know, following your, your curiosity. You know, all these things I learned at Stanford. Um, but the business that I'm coming into now, I feel like a fish out of water every day. You know, we are starting a new venture. It's called T 1440 And I feel like I'm the heart and the soul of the business, but the business sense is not there yet because I trust everybody. (laughs) I lay all my cards on the table, and um, apparently that's not what you do in business. So I'm learning every single day, but it's really fun building relationships, which is, I think, in every path, business, sports, life, like purpose in life, like the relationships that you have in your life is foundation for whatever you're going to build. And so in business, that's what I'm learning that um, it's no different.
1: We're going to talk about P1440 in a minute, but I know Tokyo 2020 is on your radar. This would be your sixth Olympics. Tell me about that. I mean, you're a mom now. It's different than when you did your first one. How is it different now versus when you were training for your first Olympics?
0: Oh, man. Well, my first Olympics, I was 22. Just turned 22, just fresh out of Stanford. I'm not even done with Stanford yet. And fast forward, you know, 20 years, I just turned 40 last week. Um, I have three children, and I am as focused and as hungry as I've ever been in my sport. So the the thrill of the pursuit is so extremely exciting to me. You know, I had a real rough year and a half, um, basically two years since Rio. I'm in kind of a tailspin, you know, losing on the world stage will kind of hurt your heart a bit. And I had to find my footing after that. It took me a while. And then I had a couple injuries. So I'm coming back. I feel amazing. I'm looking for a partner um, with whom to, you know, take the journey to Tokyo. But my goal is to, you know, go out like Kobe and go out like Peyton Manning, just on top, fairy tale ending, and enjoy every step of the way. And I believe the best is yet to come.
1: Walk us through that process. How do you find the right partner? Because you're playing at an elite level. You don't want mediocrity. You want someone who's at no. your level. How do you find that right partner?
0: Yeah, I want someone who's at a higher level than me, um, and I want someone who I can dance with. I, I think the inherent chemistry that you have between people, it's such a tell. You know, If you have to kind of force the energy and force the things that should be easy, um, that's always a red flag to me. But the beach the volleyball world is a relatively small space, so I know... Um, every one of my competitors on the global scale. So think about just America. I certainly know my competitors and my potential partners. So I'm thinking about two girls. They're both remarkable women, and they're winners. They talk about winning. They think about winning. They prepare themselves to win. And that's really who I want to be surrounded by, not people who look at the journey to, to Tokyo and say, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so hard. The world's so good. It's, oh, my gosh, there's so much opportunity, and we have the chance to do you know something that to be the best in the world and represent our great country so I just I look for the intangibles everyone at our level is very physical and has all the skills but I want the intangibles of the mental toughness the ability to focus the ability to persevere um, and to be resilient and I got two girls in mind so it's exciting.
1: Do they know that you have them in mind? (laughs)
0: They do (laughs) I know. you know I'm such a fan of monogamy I like I like knowing my path but I, this is such a huge decision, you know, it's my last Olympics, and so I'm really, like, taking my time and, and making, you know, just, like, I'm, like, lifting up every rock and checking out what's under there, because um, I certainly don't want to make the wrong decision or a, a rush decision. I don't believe any decision will be wrong. Um, but, you know, I'm taking my time, because it, it, this means a lot to me, and I want to I have a ton of fun. Um, the kind of the quote, the hashtag I have in my mind is Joyful Domination. Um, when Misty and I were at our best, that's what it felt like. And I want that, um, you know, on my way out into retirement.
1: I've always wanted to ask you this question. You played indoor volleyball for a long time. How difficult is the transition from indoor volleyball to beach, to beach volleyball?
0: You know, it was, you would think it'd be pretty easy because the skill set's the same. You know, there's so many similarities. But in all honesty, it was one of the most humbling experiences of my life. You know, I had just. Finished the Olympic Games playing indoor. Our team finished fourth. I played at Stanford University. I've been at a, I had been at a very high level for a long time, and then I got to the beach where, you know, you think it's going to be the same, and it's so different, and it's so different because of the nuances and the subtleties of the game. And so it took me a good year to like feel comfortable practicing in front of somebody. <laughs> like I literally wouldn't let anyone watch us practice. Um, but I was thrown in with the Lions right away. So Missy May, um, Missy May Turner now she was looking for a partner. And we had an amazing first practice, like that synergy and that dance that I talked about happened. And so we just kind of dove right in against the best in the world. And there's no better way than to, um, you know, see if you're meant for something than trial by fire. And um, I kind of, we kind of withstood the fire and it fortified us. And it was a start of, you know, 10 plus years of a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was an amazing run for you guys. I want to talk to you Real quickly about motherhood. Uh, Serena Williams has been super open on social media and in the media about her good days and her challenging days as a new mom. You're a parent to three children. How have you been able to juggle training to be a world-class athlete, a businesswoman, and being a mom?
0: Well, you know, it's there. Those two things are my priorities. Um, and I'm amazingly supported by my husband. You know, we do everything as a team. My husband and I, when we chose to get pregnant, you know, with our first um you know it's a choice, you know, and you know when you're whenever you want something big and beautiful in your life, you know that there's gonna be challenges and it's gonna, you know, present different um you know, just things you have to deal with, and right. I went in eyes wide open, and so I, re- I love what Serena's doing, I love that she's taking on the world and bringing her baby along with it and sharing her stories with the world, um, but my whole life, I wanted to be a working mommy and a kick-butt kick, kick butt person in my career and, in you know, in motherhood, and do it with a partner, because that's what was modeled for me, so I knew it was possible, Um and, again, I found the best partner in the world in my husband. But, you know, my my priorities are very simple. I have my faith, I have my family, and I have my career. And, uh, you know, each of those buckets are very full, and there's a lot of parts to them, but I can service them pretty easily as long as I'm mindful of, you know, where my heart and soul is. Because if any of those buckets are empty, then I'm like a shell of a human being. So it's kind of an easy, you know, reset. What's If I'm feeling off, it's like, what's not being serviced here? Let me check those out, you know, get back to grounded and
1: carry on. We'll return to our conversation after a word from our sponsor. Well, Griggs, I don't know about you, but I feel more confident in a nice suit when I'm on stage at Sports PR Summit or doing the Sports Business Radio Roadshow. I like a suit that fits me. I know it's customized. I know I picked it out. And our friends at Indochino, this is the company that we go to when we want to dress confidently and and, in a great suit. Well, it's, you're right. Putting on a nice suit that fits right and looks good, it does give you a level of confidence, especially like with our events when you're on stage, you're meeting big names. It's great to look good and feel good in it. And Indochino does that because you can get it all customized. Yeah. It's a made to measure suit and it fits great. So much better than something you'd pick off the rack that's generic. Uh, it's the world's largest made to measure menswear company. They've been featured in publications like GQ, Forbes and Fast Company, you can go online and you fill out your profile. It takes all of two minutes. And then every time you order after that, whether it's a shirt, a suit, anything you're ordering from Indochino – It's all right there. Your measurements are already in there. You don't have to worry about that again. It's great because as guys, you know, we don't like to go shop and hang around and walk around the aisles and like, does this look good? Does this look good? Here, you just put it in. You sit in your house and ding dong, there's your package with your uh, new suit or shirt or whatever you get. And it fits perfectly because you've already set it up. All right. So here's what you need to do, Sports Business Radio listeners. Go to Indochino.com. And when you're checking out, you enter SBR, like Sports Business Radio, but pick out any premium Indochino suit, 50% off, only $379 for you. So Indochino.com, enter SBR, like Sports Business Radio, when you're checking out, and your premium suit's gonna cost you just $379 and it's free shipping. This is a great deal for you. I know a lot of you out there, you want to feel confident when you go into a business meeting, when you're doing a presentation, when you're on a panel, uh, and this is the way to do it. It's so much easier than walking into a store and worrying about uh, waiting in line or anything like that. Just do it from the comfort of your laptop or your phone. Indochino.com and at checkout. Enter S-B-R. It's an incredible deal for a suit that will fit you better than anything off the rack ever could. Now back to our conversation. So that brings me to let's talk about P1440 because you've created this new event series with Casey and a few other business partners. First, there's an interesting story behind the name P1440. Tell our listeners about that. I
0: know. At this point, I'm questioning if I should be telling this
1: story. <laughs> I think it it's be, a cool yeah, story. No
0: <laughs> well, so one of my my husband's biggest complaints for me that he wants me to work on is just my time management. He, I, like, so often, he's like, Carrie, you, you go out in the world, you give everyone your time, your love, your energy, and when you go home, you're spent, and the time you spent with us is not as quality. And we were in a marriage counseling session, and my performance psychologist, Mike Gervais, was like, you guys. Like, we've had this conversation before. You guys are not taking care of your 1440. And I was like, what, what is 1440? He's like, those are the minutes in the day. You only get 1,440 minutes in every day. And, Carrie, it sounds like you're wasting a lot of yours. And it was just a big slap in my face. And so with P1440 um, or Platform 1440, the whole filter through which we're creating this sport and lifestyle platform is through the concept of time. We want to honor People who show up to our festivals, we want to honor their time with amazing memorable experiences. People who show up to P1440.com, we want to, .com, we want to honor your time spent with us with amazing resources and tools that you can put in your toolkit to go live an optimal life. So it's, it's a really powerful filter, filtration system when we're creating our festivals and when we're creating our services online. Um, you know, and we all, we all want to live purpose and passion in life, and we're trying to inspire the world to do that.
1: So we're not going to turn this into an AVP bashing session, but they've been around. No, 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 but they, they're, they've been around for a while, but there is clearly a void that needs to be filled. And, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit when I saw you in San Francisco. You're filling a number of different voids that they're not doing it. And I think what you're doing is a little bit more modern and in touch with today's world. Let's start with yeah, you know, so. with P fourteen forty by doing these festivals and and things like health and wellness and these are all things. It's not just hey, I'm going to go sit on the sand and watch volleyball for the weekend, right? Okay
0: right (laughs) right which is not a bad way to spend your weekend but no you're exactly right you know we created p1440 out of necessity my husband and i had been on the avp for 18 something years and we love the avp the avp is like part of our dna you know we help build that brand with our peers and we love it Um, but you're right the current domestic situation the athletes are suffering um the number one player in america last year made thirty eight thousand dollars that's number one player, wow. and we pay to travel to train, for hotels. We pay for everything. So largely, the professionals they train, work, and commit like professionals, but they're paid you know under the poverty line. So that needs to be addressed. So we're addressing two things um, primarily with P fourteen forty. One, we're servicing the, the sport of volleyball and beach volleyball, which is so amazing and glorious. Twenty five to forty million in the U.S. Eight hundred to nine hundred million globally play, and it's a very desirable demographic and it's extremely underserved and at the professional level we are going to elevate the opportunities increase the prize money truly market the players market the sport for the beautiful lifestyle and sport it is and the other need we're uh, fulfilling is that you know i talk to parents and kids every single day and they're like carrie who do i listen to where do i go i'm overburdened overworked there's too many experts like please like show me the way and give me the experts and so my husband and I, for so long, have been talking about starting an academy, but we wanted to give the world access to the experts that we have. Mental training, you know, with Mike Gervais, um, best volleyball coaching in the world with Marcio Saccoli, you know, Brian McKenzie, who does Art of Breath and, you know, helps with your performance breathing. Like, we have access to the most amazing experts, and we're going to license them and bring them onto our platform and on at our festivals, so our community can engage with these people so we're servicing those communities they're very powerful they're very aligned in purpose and passion you know but it's all about optimization and living in the moment definitely servicing the sport and creating a community that you want to be in
1: let's talk about the business of volleyball for a minute because i think a lot of our listeners don't quite understand how it works are the players competing a hundred percent for prize money or do you get appearance money how does that work if i'm a volleyball player and i show up for an event is it like i could leave there with no money in my pocket and i just paid to be there or do i get something
0: (laughs) you know um, at large if you are a dedicated beach volleyball player on the domestic tour you will have more money in your bank if you don't play on that tour Wow, like That's just the sad reality. However, the lifestyle is priceless. And it's one of the most beautiful things to me that these athletes are suffering. They're financially just tapped out, yet they're committing their heart, soul, and resources to play the sport because it's such a beautiful sport. So that, to me, is a positive. But basically, the players live and die on their prize money. And the prize money has gone down over the past year. Um, in the past, when we had more of a TV presence with NBC or Fox, um, P fourteen forty is actually gonna be on A B C and ESPN for our first four events, which is huge.
1: That's big. And the
0: current domestic it's huge. The current domestic situation, they're going away from T V. You know, they're going away from linear broadcast in favor of streaming on Amazon, which is beautiful. But we know that even people, even though people are leaving, you know, cable and the linear networks, the vast, vast majority, multi-millions are still on linear traditional TV, you know. But, so at 1440, we're gonna be on ABC and ESPN, and then we're also gonna create our digital platform where we're gonna stream every single court, every single match, um, cause we want to be mobile and be where the people are. So we are, oh, the larger part of P1440, we're a technology company. You know, through our resource center, which will ultimately be a membership, uh, model, and then through our app, that's where we're going to scale and, you know, be relevant 365, 24-7, every year, you know, leading up to the Olympics and onward. Um, and then our events are a marketing arm, you know, where we're, it's sexy, it's fun, and where we can really engage our ex- experts with the community. But beach volleyball players, you know, the brands, The brands aren't showing up anymore, you know. um, I think we've underserved the sport for so long. So the brands will give a little bit to the tour, and then they'll own the tour, and they won't give anything to the athletes. You know, so at large, the athletes are getting a lot of food products. But, um, you know, the financials are just tough in every situation.
1: Wow, because that was going to be my other question is, like, I I had uh, – women's pro golfer on recently and she talked about she would get endorsement money but she had to appear in a certain number of tournaments on the tour that year and if she didn't meet that minimum then she didn't get her endorsement money so
0: you know for sure for sure we deal with the same stuff um you know i think it's the difference is probably just a number the, the dollar figure you know But, you know, when I'm with KT Tape and they want to see me in the court, you know, if you have these brands, like an apparel brand or a brand that's helping perform, you know, they want the world to see you competing in their gear. So I understand that. It's a give and take. Um, And I've I've lost a couple of sponsors because of leaving the ADP. I I just couldn't support that property anymore. and, And they just didn't understand. And what I want to explain to them is that what we are building is so much bigger than just volleyball. And the volleyball community, when we service it well, they're going to be so loyal and we're going to kick butt. But we're servicing the world because we're offering so many other elements to our festivals and to our resource centers. So I didn't mention this, but health and wellness is a huge focus for us, which is such a broad landscape, but it services the entire world. It's a universal message, you know, whether it's talking about supplementation or recovery or performance modalities, you know, body, mind, and spirit, we're going to focus on that. We're also going to focus on personal development. So what are the athletes doing to train themselves physically? You know, there's so many ways to get strong. There's so many ways to get long and, and, you know, um, agile, these things, and we're going to offer these things. And entertainment, we're we'll going to have live music as a huge part of our festivals. So all these other elements that we're bringing into P1440, um, we want to bring net new eyeballs to the game. Like you said, right now you show up to a beach volleyball tournament, you sit on the stand, you watch a favorite team, and you leave. Because there's really no other incentive to say except for the volleyball. And so we are really just building out this, this beautiful festival experience. Um, that's going to engage with kids all the way up to you know nine year olds who want to come and enjoy and be surrounded by people. Want to kick butt in life.
1: Now, one of the things is how many people have, how many players have you gotten to leave AVP and migrate over to P fourteen forty, or can people play both?
0: Well, we, we are the mind that people can play both, and we want the best in the world to play. We are inviting the international community to come and play. The AVP players are all under a four-year exclusive contract. Um, a lot of players have asked for dispensation. You have to ask for permission to play an event that's not AVP. And they are told, if you're welcome to leave, but you can never come back. The referees that we are trying to hire um, for 1440 were brought into a room said, if you leave and work one 1440 event, you can never come back. Wow. And so it's like a hostage situation right now. And I understand they're trying to, you know, defend their property and, but they're crushing the athletes and they're crushing the entire ecosystem of volleyball in the meantime. You know, we, we scheduled our events, our beach volleyball events in the fall and winter to create net new opportunities for the athletes because they're non-conflicting. We're working in partnership with the FIVB, which is our international federation. Our second event in Vegas is the um, Olympic Qualifier. In 2019, I think we're, we'll have at least two FIVB Olympic qualifying events. You know, we're really working on partnering, but the, the environment in beach volleyball for so long has been so toxic and everyone is just fighting to keep their little fiefdom. And the athletes are suffering, the fans are suffering, the growth of the game is suffering. Um, You know, it's an NCAA collegiate sport right now, and that is a beautiful thing, and that will be our feeder system to professionals and Team USA forever. But we are not going to win gold medals, and we're not going to, you know, be able to hang on the world stage unless we have a strong tour here in America. And that's why Misty and I won three gold medals. We were challenged every single weekend that we weren't traveling the world here at home on the ADP. But right now, the AVP is not sharpening these athletes. It's a stress, and people are, are like, paying, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. So I wish the AVP so well. I love that brand. Again, we, you know, blood, sweat, tears. I was on that for so many years of my life. But we do believe in better and more, and we believe that we have to create it. You know, I I kept complaining for years that we weren't growing and what's the vision. And instead of complaining, um, we decided to partner up and do amazing things about it.
1: No, I think what you're doing is is greatly needed, and you've outlined that in this interview. So you've got events coming up starting next month in September. Uh, San Jose, you've got Las Vegas, San Diego, Huntington Beach. Is this going to be mainly a West Coast tour or event series, or will you eventually migrate East as well?
0: Oh, man, we want to be East, we want to be South, we want to be Midwest. The whole entire country loves beach volleyball, like Every state, without fail, loves beach volleyball. We are global. Like, I got back a month and a half ago from playing at the base of the Alps in Switzerland. Wow, that's awesome. It's it's amazing. One of the best things ever is that our sport can be on the beach, or we can go to cityscapes, we can go anywhere. And so we want to be everywhere. Um, We're a festival, so we want to be in markets that support the festivals and that support our brands. You know, right now, in order to pay the bills, we're looking for, like, true alignment with the brands, you know, And, and for the brands. We are an established, ginormous sport, and it's a chance for the brands to align with a female-driven, innovative, disruptive, inspiring, you know, um, performance-oriented property with an amazing community. And so we're really looking for the brands to help us build this. You know, ideally, we, we are the best partners the brands ever have because we're so dedicated and committed. But, um, no, we want to be everywhere and... Uh, you know, we just believe in it. Every every Once every four years, volleyball and beach volleyball are the number one sport in the Olympic Games. We are the number one sport in the summer. And then we go away because we do not have the NBA or the NHL where um, the league is ever present. You know, and then the Olympics are the icing on top. Right now, the Olympics are everything. And so for three and a half years, we're irrelevant. And we need to change that with P1440.
1: Well, a recent study showed that over the past five years, participation in high school volleyball is up 63 Percent, So that's a good sign for what you're building. If someone wants to come to the festival, P1440, what does a ticket cost? How does that work? Are you buying like a festival pass? Explain that.
0: Um, we can buy single day tickets or you can buy a weekend pass. I think tickets range from 40 to 160 VIP tickets um, included. So it's a super reasonable uh, ticket price. You're going to see the best in the world. For San Jose, we have Daya, Marion Hill, Fosh the People, Group Love. We have amazing bands coming. So we are just as committed to the entertainment as we are to the volleyball and our other pillars. Um, but the price is, yeah, I mean, you know, it's usually 160 bucks a day to go to Coachella or something like this. And we're basically Coachella plus sport for a song. So it's going to be exciting.
1: Last question for you because I know you have to run. I have a 13-year-old daughter. She plays sports. She'd ultimately like to be a business person like yourself or play sports. What advice do you have to the the young female athletes out there?
0: It's to chase your dreams with all your heart, Um, to not compare yourself to others, just to always fight and work for more and better inside yourself, to surround yourself by amazing people who are going to elevate you and challenge you to become your best. Um, and to live in the moment. You only get 1,440 minutes So live in the moment because that is where all your power is. It's not a, an hour ago. It's not three you know years from now. It's right now.
1: Carrie Walsh Jennings. Find her on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie Lee Walsh. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us on Sports Business Radio.
0: Thank you, Brian. Have a great weekend.
1: You too. Sports Business Radio is sponsored by Boingo Wireless, the largest operator of indoor wireless networks in the U.S., Today's sports fans expect strong, fast, mobile connections at their favorite stadiums. Research shows that fans will leave at halftime if they cannot get connected, which is part of the reason why professional and collegiate sports venues alike work with Boingo to manage their wireless networks. As the world's leading connectivity expert, Boingo knows how to make a venue's vision for the connected fan experience a reality. They are the only company... That can provide end to end wireless service so teams can focus on the big game, not on their network. Boingo designs, installs, and manages Wi Fi and cellular networks at university stadiums like K State and the University of Houston and major league venues like Soldier Field, Phillips Arena, and Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're excited to showcase how technology is changing the business of sports, led by companies like Boingo. Boingo connects you to the people and things you love, like sports. For more information, Visit boingo.com or email sports at boingo.com. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to Hadley Heck. She's a student athlete at Portland State University, and she's our new Sports Business Radio intern. Thanks to our friends at Boingo Wireless for powering our Sports Business Radio Roadshow. Follow them online at boingo.com or on Twitter at boingo. And we also want to thank Indochino, a reminder, a special deal for Sports Business Radio listeners. You can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com and enter SBR at checkout. That's SBR like Sports Business Radio. I am loving my suits and my shirts from Indochino. A podcast reminder, you can catch our show on demand via podcast, go to iTunes, type in Sports Business Radio, we're rated in the top 50 business news podcasts. You can also find our show on Audio Boom via the TuneIn Radio and Stitcher apps, and of course, at SportsBusinessRadio.com. Follow me on Twitter in between shows at Radio. Follow us on Instagram at SportsBusinessRadio. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. Bringing you the biggest names in sports business. Without further ado, we all know this gentleman. Let's give David Stern a big round of applause. Let's welcome the president of the NCAA, Mark Emmert. Give him a hand. Let's give a big hand to USC alum and co-owner of the Lakers and president of the Lakers, Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. Thank you so, so much for having me, Brian. It was very, very kind, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you, sir. Sir Charles, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing this morning? Today's guest is Memphis Grizzlies head coach David Fizdale. You're the man, Barrett. My guest is tennis icon Chris Everett. It was very interesting. You ask great questions, so thank you very much, Brian. Pleased to welcome to the show... Kyrie Irving, the number one pick in the 2011 NBA draft. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be joined by Pete Carroll, the executive VP of football operations and the head football coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Coach, how are you? Doing good. What's going on? Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. Mark, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Visit sportsbusinessradio.com and subscribe to our iTunes podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay connected to the business side of sports only with Sports Business Radio.